Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Is the Quran the word of God? This booklet or this book is written by Fatin Sabri. Her site is www.fatinsabri.com. Her email is fatin at fatinsabri.com or fatin.sabri at yahoo.com. Preface One day during my discussion with a skeptic of the Quran, he excessively wanted to prove that the Quran is a book that a group of people brought to existence. He said, I do not even support the idea that Satan is the writer of the Quran because Satan is not so naive as to make a grave mistake, such as mentioning the verse clothed the bones with flesh. It has been scientifically proven that flesh is formed before the bones. I told him, yes, Satan is not naive because he has been able to play with many people's minds. The Quran did not say that God created the bones before he created the flesh. God said uh, in Surat number 23, titled Al-Mu'minun, the believers, then we developed the drop into a clinging clot of blood, then developed the clot, then developed the clot into a lump of flesh, then developed the lump into bones, then clothed the bones with the flesh, then we brought it into being as a new creation. So blessed is God, the best of creators. Again, then we developed, then we developed the drop into a clinging clot of blood, then developed the clot into a lump of flesh, then developed the lump into bones, then clothed the bones with the flesh, then we brought it into being as a new creation. So blessed is God, the best of creators. Verse number 14. For example, when you want to dress your daughter up, you certainly do not make the cloth while she is being dressed up, but the cloth should be already there. Accordingly, the sentence clothed the bones with the flesh does not mean that the flesh existed before the bones. Instead, God covered the bones with the flesh, which is called scientifically wrapping of muscles around the bones. This process is presented in one of the development stages of the fetus where the muscles are fixed to the bones by tendons. From the Quranic rhetoric, the meaning of clothing is achieved simultaneously, so the skin becomes thicker and darker after it was transparent.
Thus the process of covering the bones with the flesh along with the process of covering them by making the skin opaque is achieved simultaneously expressed by the Quran with one expression, clothed the bones. The bones would disappear behind the muscles and the opaque skin. Therefore, the intended meaning of clothing is achieved. Embryologists say that most tissues are created in parallel rather than in series. So the disbeliever was overwhelmed by astonishment. Chapter 2, Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 258. Based on the story, I decided to write this summary to prove the Quranic source or sources of uh, the Quranic source, that is divinity or the divine, to prove the divine source of Quran. I pray to God to make this book a source of guidance for all. They believe in part of the book and disbelieve in others. Some people deny the entire Qur'an as a divine revelation. In contrast, some adherents of Islam reject some facts and rulings in the Qur'an. They claim that these provisions are not understood or not suited to their thoughts and lives. For example, they demand the suspension of the inheritance provisions due to lack of conviction in Quranic rulings claiming that these rulings are not appropriate for our time or demanding separating the provisions of religion from the life of society. God says in the Quran, so do you believe in part of the scripture and disbelieve in part? Then what is the recompense for those who do that among you except disgrace in worldly life? And on the day of resurrection, they will be sent back to the severest of punishment. And Allah is not unaware of what you do. Quran chapter 2, uh, titled Al-Baqarah, verse 85. Concerning this, the British Muslim Paul Williams says, disapproving, a secular Muslim is someone who believes that the Creator was sufficiently capable of creating exact mathematical and physical laws to control the motion of bodies, but was not sufficiently capable, was not sufficiently capable of creating laws regulating human society. What is the Quran? The Quran is the last revelation sent from the Creator, the exalted Allah. Unlike the divine scriptures that preceded, uh, preceded it, uh, unlike the divine scriptures that preceded, Muslims did not keep the Quran in the hands of any particular group or Muslim clergymen, which could have led to its uh, misinterpretation uh, mis uh, or alterations. No hierarchy in Islam. The Quran is in everyone's hand. Muslims recite the Qur'an in their prayers and refer to it in all life affairs and it is a way of life. Muslims believe in, in all 
uncorrupted books that God sent before the Quran, the scriptures of Abraham, the Torah of Moses, and the Injil of Jesus, the Gospel of Jesus, etc. A footnote here, the word Allah was mentioned in the earlier version of the Old Testament 89 times. You may refer to Genesis chapter 2 verse 4, book of Daniel chapter 6 verse 20, Hebrew and Arabic Bible. The word Allah appears in the original Sanskrit text, Sanskrit text, Rig Veda, book 2, hymn 1, verse 11. Let's continue. Muslims believe that the true message of old books was pure monotheism, believing in God the Creator that He has no partner or son. He does not incarnate in any of His creations or any idol. Also, humans need to have a direct connection with Him, not through any priest or saint. Allah revealed the Quran in the Arabic language, which is the tongue of Quraysh, the tribe of Prophet Muhammad, as the Gospel of Jesus, for example, was in Aramaic, which is the tongue of his people. Therefore, Allah reveals his books in the language of the people of the place. The Quran is still in its original language, Arabic, without any change, distortion, or alteration. Allah preserved it until our time and will remain preserved and Allah promised to do so. It is available to all Muslims. It is known by heart to a large number of Muslims. Current Quran translations, or current Quran, the translation of the meaning of the Quran in multiple languages are nothing but a translation of, again, the Quran's meanings. The Holy Quran received unparalleled uh, care during the life of the Prophet and after his death. Undoubtedly, the way of receiving the Qur'an was uh, phonetical. Prophet Muhammad heard the Qur'an vocally from the angel Gabriel, peace be upon them. Uh, the scribes of Revelation heard the Qur'an vocally from the messenger. Listeners among all Muslims heard the Qur'an vocally from the scribes of Revelation. Qur'an students heard the Qur'an vocally so far from the uh, qualified memorizers. Therefore, vocally receiving the Qur'an is the principle from the beginning of the Qur'an revelation until the day of resurrection. Documenting the Qur'an in papers is not the standard, but knowing it by heart. Therefore, it is, it is impossible to distort the Qur'an. If today someone burns all copies of the Qur'an, Muslims would collect it in a short period from the memories of children before adults. The messenger left the Qur'an documented and written down by the companions to recite it and teach it to others. When Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, assumed the caliphate, he ordered the collection of these papers to be in one place as a reference. As for the area, or sorry, as, as for the era of the third Caliph Uthman, may Allah be pleased with him, companions in the countries had uh, paper copies that existed in different dialects and Uthman sent an order to burn these copies. He sent them new copies identical to the original which the Prophet left and compiled by the first Caliph Abu Bakr to ensure that all 
countries refer to the exact original copy, which is the only one left by the Prophet. Uthman compiled the Quran in one dialect, which is the tongue of Quraysh, in which Allah revealed the Quran. He kept the letter structure of the Quran without punctuation, which allowed various kinds of differences in vocal performance to some words that do not go beyond the form of letters based on the divine permission to recite it in multiple dialects. Despite the existence of different sects, the Quran is one. Recitations are various ways in the vocal uh, performance in a few uh, well-known words in the Quran, which are a revelation from Allah. Multiple readings of the Quran are evidence that the Quran is the word of Allah, because despite its plurality, it does not lead to contradiction in content. It is not acceptable to create a new reading. Each recitation, each recitation has a chain of transmission connected to the Messenger of God or the Messenger of Allah with the frequent chains of communication from well-known narrators known for their sincerity. It is impossible to have a regular reading that contradicts another reading but rather complements its meaning. The diversity of the Holy Quran recitations does not result in different religious principles. It is a variety of methods controlled by strict rules in vocal performance. Allah revealed the Holy Quran to the Prophet during 20 years in the tongue of Quraysh. Throughout that period, the Prophet used to recite the Quran to his companions with this dialect. Nearly two years before the Prophet Muhammad's death, after the number of adherents to Islam increased, God's permission came to recite the Quran in multiple dialects so that tribes with different dialects would be able to understand the Quran and work according to it. The variety of recitations is a variety of vocal performances. There is a valid origin of the Quran in all recitations. The frequent recitations are precise. Not a single word differs from them. It is unacceptable to invent a new recitation. It is impossible to have a repetitive recitation that contradicts another recitation, but rather complements its meaning. Each recitation has a chain of transmission linked to the messenger with, with frequently transmitted chains of well-known and sincere narrators which distinguish the Islamic nation from the rest of the nations and preserving its book. Muslims in the entire world recite the Quran in the same way the messenger and his companions recited without changing, adding or removing any of its letters. Allah says, indeed upon us is its collection in your heart and to make uh, possible its recitation. Uh, this is... Uh, Surah 75, uh, titled Al-Qiyamah, verse 17. Indeed, it is we who sent down the Qur'an, and indeed we will be its guardian. Uh, it is uh, chapter 9, surat, uh, sorry, verse 9 in, in, in Surah Al-Hijr, uh, Surah number 15. The reality today bears witness to the infallibility of the Qur'an. Sir William Moore, an English orientalist who wrote the biography of the Prophet and Islamic history, 
which is one of the reliable references in Eng- English and Indian universities, he said, the Quran collected by Rahman was transmitted from hand to hand until it reached us without any distortion. It has been preserved with great care so that there has been no change in it. Rather, we can say it has not undergone any change at all in the unchangeable copies. It was only one Quran in the Islamic countries for all the conflicting Muslim sects. This uh, collective use of the same text accepted by all even today is an argument and evidence for the correctness of the available school, which goes back to the era of Uthman. May Allah be pleased with him. A collection of the Noble Quran and Orientalist Appeal, Volume 1, page 10, The Collector of Islamic Books. Is the Prophet Muhammad the author of the Quran? Allah says to his messenger, And you did not recite before it any scripture, nor did you inscribe one with your right hand. Otherwise the, otherwise the falsifiers would have had cause for doubt. Quran chapter 29 verse 48. Footnote, the reference of God to himself as we or us in many verses of the Quran denotes grandeur and power in Arabic. In the English language, this is known as the royal we, where a plural pronoun is used to refer to a single person holding a high office such as a monarch. For the avoidance of doubt, the Quran has consistently reminded us of the singular pronoun in reference to Allah when called upon by his servants. (coughs) Did the Prophet know the Quran before the mission? Allah Almighty says, and thus we have revealed to you an inspiration of our command. You did not know what is the book or what is faith, but we have made it a light by which we guide whom we will of our servants. And indeed, O Muhammad, you guide to a straight path, the path of Allah to whom belongs whatever is in the heavens and whatever is on the earth. Unquestionably, Unquestionably to Allah do all matters evolve. Uh, Surah Ashura, chapter 42, verse 53. Did the Prophet or his people know the news of other nations before the Quran? Allah says, Allah the Exalted says, That is from the news of the unseen which we reveal to you, O Muhammad. You knew it not, neither you nor your people before this. So be patient, indeed the best outcome is for the righteous. Uh, Chapter 11, titled Hud, verse 49. The Prophet Muhammad did not know the Torah and the Gospel, nor could he write or read, and he did not see anything of what he told. Are the Quran legends of the ancients? The enemies of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, claim that the stories of the Noble Quran are nothing but legends and myths similar to the stories and poems of the Persians, Indians, and Romans. Allah said, When our verses are recited to him, he says, Legends of the former peoples, Surat al
المطففين سورة المطففين uh, verse number 83 Allah said that is deserved by them because Allah has sent down the book in the truth and indeed those who differ and indeed those who differ over the book are in extreme dissension Quran chapter 2 uh, titled Al-Baqarah verse 176 Allah said also and among them are those who listen to you what we have placed over their hearts coverings lest they understand it and in their ears deafness and if they should see every sign they will not believe in it even when they come to you arguing with you those who disbelieve say this is not but legends of the former peoples this is found in chapter or surah al-an'am chapter 6 verse 25 allah said they exalted and when our verses are recited to them they say we have heard if we willed we could say something like this this is not but legends of the former peoples surah al-anfal chapter 8 verse 31 and allah the exalted said informing And they say legends of the former peoples which he has written down and they are dictated to him morning and afternoon. Quran chapter 25 verse 5. The chapter is titled Al-Furqan. His reply was, Say, O Muhammad, it has been revealed by he who knows every secret within the heavens and the earth. Indeed, he is ever forgiving and merciful. Quran chapter 25, uh, titled Al-Furqan, verse 6. Allah said also, and those who disbelieve say, this Quran is not except a falsehood he invented, and another people assisted him in it. Quran chapter 25, verse 4. The reply was, but they have committed an injustice and a lie. Surah Al-Furqan, Uh, number 25 verse 4 we understand here it was in the science of ancient civilizations uh, some truth it was in the science of ancient civilization some truth including many legends and myths how could an illiterate prophet who grew up in a desolate desert copy only these civilizations facts and leave the tales behind The testimony of non-Muslims states that the Qur'an is distinguished from other books without human intervention and contains scientific miracles. Therefore, when the one who has a creed acknowledges, acknowledges, therefore, when the one who has a creed acknowledges the doctrine's validity that contradicts his ideology, it is the most excellent proof of its validity. The similarities prove that God sent only one message, but the people of the previous books distorted their books. What the Prophet Muhammad brought is not evidence of his deception. So these uh, similar stories are remnants of the truth. For example, when two people buy identical products and f- uh, from the same store, it does not indicate that one is stealing from the other.
was the Quran translated from another language? When some polytheists claimed that one of the learned monks of the time had helped write the Quran, this learned monk was a non-Arabic speaking person which completely refutes this claim. Allah the Exalted says, and we certainly know that they say it is only a human being who teaches the Prophet. The tongue of the one they refer to is foreign, and this Quran in a clear Arabic language, uh, this is found in uh, chapter uh, 16, titled An Nahl, the Bees, uh, verse 103. Allah the Almighty says, and you did not recite before it any scripture, or nor did you inscribe one with your right hand, otherwise the falsifiers would have had cause for doubt. Uh, this is verse 48. Rather, the Quran is distinct uh, verses preserved within the breast of those who have been given knowledge. And none reject our verses except the wrongdoers. This is found in chapter 29, titled Al-Ankabut, the spider, verse 49. We understand from the above, it is very well known to the expert of the Torah and the gospel that the Quran is not a translation of them. Of them. God revealed the Quran in a clear Arabic tongue. If it was a translation from a foreign language, none of the Jews and or Christians could translate it into Arabic with such accuracy and eloquence. The Quran is an eloquent Arabic and everyone has uh, practiced translating between languages, is aware of the problems that occurred during uh, Arabization and translation. The Quran uh, or the, the Quranic stories are evidence of the Prophet's sincerity and are evidence that he confirms the books that came before him. The existence of what ensures the first books is evidence that the Qur'an is from Allah. None of the Arabs, not even the Jews, despite their vehement denial, claimed to attribute this Qur'an to itself. If the Qur'an was from the Jews, the Jews would be the quickest people to attribute it to themselves. And they say, why does he not bring us a sign from his Lord? Has there not come to them evidence of what was in the former scriptures? Quran chapter 20, title Taha, verse 133. The Quran tells the people of the book, Christians and Jews, about things they know and others about which they differ. This Quran explains to the children of Israel most of the matters concerning which they have disagreements. Quran chapter 27, Al An'am, verse 76. The Quran is a statement of the truth of Christ. The Messiah, son of Mary, was no more than a messenger before whom many messengers have passed away and his mother adhered wholly to truthfulness and they both ate food as other mortals do. See how we make our signs clear to them and see where they are turning away. Quran chapter 5, Al-Ma'idah, titled Al-Ma'idah, verse 75. Allah the Almighty created Christ without a father, just as he created Adam without a father or a mother. He is Allah who creates and begets not. The Quran contains news and rulings in which they differed. 
all food that is lawful in the law revealed to Muhammad was lawful to the children of Israel except what Israel made unlawful to themselves before the revelation of the Torah. Tell them, bring the Torah and recite any passage of it if you are truthful. Quran chapter 3, uh, titled Ali Imran, verse 93. We have to understand that the Prophet was known for his honesty and trustworthiness. His tribe nicknamed him As-Sadiq Al-Amin, the truthful, the trustworthy. The language and style of the Quran are entirely different from the words of the Prophet in his sayings, hadiths. Despite the eloquence of the Prophet's sayings, they don't reach the eloquence of the Quran. The Prophet's sayings are not organized into a single book as smooth as the Quran. Assuming that the Messenger was not illiterate and copied from the books of other civilizations such as the Greeks, Indians, Persians and pharaohs, that means he has surpassed the most potent global search engines in the amount of information compared to our time. He also beat all humans in language uh, to uh, formulate text that could not come up with any creature. The Prophet grew up among a pagan people isolated from Jews and Christians who replaced monotheisms who replaced monotheism with the Trinity except for a few of them. How can he collect this information? The challenge remains, whoever doubts the Quran, let him compose for us something like it. We must also understand the Prophet was not present among those whom the Quran stories mentioned, whom the Quranic stories mentioned. The Quran was not identical to the Torah and Gospel, but it was a validator and corrector for distorted books. The Prophet was illiterate. Allah sent him among a nation famous for eloquence and for eloquence in language. Still an, uh, still, an illiterate nation did not know how to read or write except a few of them. So it is not possible for the Prophet to collect stories from the East and the West. It is he who has sent among the unlettered a messenger from themselves reciting to them his verses and purifying them and teaching them uh, the book and wisdom, although they were before in a clear error. Chapter 69 in the Quran, Surah 69, uh, the chapter is titled Al-Jum'ah, verse 2. Allah revealed the Quran gradually to the Prophet Muhammad through Angel Gabriel over approximately 23 years. Yet the entire Quran is well narrated, solid in style, and this is the most significant evidence that it is the Word of God. The Quran has narrated stories that are neither in the Torah nor in the Gospel. The Quran gives details of stories about which the Arabs know little. And we destroyed Ad and Thamud, and it has become clear to you from their ruined dwellings. And Satan had made pleasing to them their deeds and averted them from the path, and they were endowed with perception. Quran chapter 29, uh, titled Al Ankabut, the spider, verse 38. Their dwellings were a witness to them, the dwellings of the people of Lot as well were a witness to the punishment that Allah had sent down on them. Indeed, 
he was our believing servants indeed he was our believing servant and indeed lot was among the messengers so mention when we saved him and his family all except his wife among those who remained with the evil doers then we destroyed the others and indeed you pass by them in the morning and at night then will you not use reason chapter safat uh chapter safat uh, surah 37 <coughs> is the quran poetry the polytheists of quraysh claim that the quran is the saying of a poet the saying of a poet indeed they when it was said to them there is no deity but allah were arrogant and were saying are we to leave our gods for a mad poet rather the prophet has come with the truth and confirmed the previous messengers quran chapter 37 verse 37 allah says in surah uh, 69 al-haqqa that indeed the quran is the word of a noble messenger and it is not the word of a poet little do you believe nor the word of a soothsayer little do you remember it is a revelation from the lord of the worlds and if muhammad had made up about us some false sayings we would have seized him by the right hand then we would have cut uh, from him the aorta and there is no one of you who could prevent us from him and indeed the quran is a reminder of the righteous and indeed we know that among you are deniers and indeed it will be a cause of regret upon the disbelievers and indeed it is the truth of certainty so exalt the name of your lord the most great and allah says in the surah in surah yasin surah number 36 and we did not give prophet muhammad knowledge of poetry nor is it befitting for him it is not but a message and a clear quran this is verse uh, 69 allah says also in surah shu'ara uh chapter 26 and the poets only the deviators follow them do you not see that in every valley they ro- they roam and that they say what they do not do except those poets who believe and do righteous deeds and remember allah often and defend the muslims after they were wronged and those who have wronged are going to know to what kind of return they will be returned we understand from the above in this verse god almighty denied the prophet muhammad was a poet the messenger was the first to apply what he called others to do his words matched his actions he did not ask for a worldly wage for what he called for and lived uh, poor generous merciful and humble and he was the most sacrificing the most sacrificing and the most ascetic of people concerning the arabs every poet lived lying and committed truthfulness uh, decreased the 
level of his poetry, and that is why it was said the, the best poetry is the most dishonorable, except that it was a formulation of wisdom. The Quran came eloquently with disregard for lying. Every poet improves speech in a specific field, becomes weak in other fields. The Quran came to be very eloquent in all areas, whether it was temptation or intimidation or otherwise. In the temptation, Allah said in Surah As-Sajda, chapter 32, and no soul knows what has been hidden for them and comfort for eyes as reward for what they used to do. In the intimidation, he said in Surah Ibrahim, and they requested victory from Allah and disappointed, therefore, was every obstinate tyrant. Before him is hell, and he will be given a drink of purulent water. We have to know that the speech of the Arabs does not depart from poetry and prose. The Arabs do not know any other than them. Some scholars mention the existence of a third section, which is al Asaja, that is included in the prose. Asaja, sorry, Asaja, that is included in the prose and is not a separate section. Allah the Almighty, or Allah Almighty, revealed the Quran to His Prophet Muhammad. May the blessing and peace be upon him. And it was not among these sections. The words of the Quran dazzled the minds of the Arabs, leaving them in confusion. Neither is it uh, the poetry that they organize, nor is it the prose that they say. Whoever among the Arabs says that the Quran is poetry is arrogant, knowing that he is not honest or that he does not know poetry. <coughs> Sorry. If the Quran was poetry, what prevented the skeptics from bringing the like of it? The Almighty Allah said in Surah Al-Muddathir, uh, chapter 74, indeed he thought and deliberated, so may he be destroyed for how he deliberated, then may he be destroyed for how he deliberated, then he considered again, then he frowned and scowled, then he turned back and was arrogant and said, this is not but magic imitated from others. This is not but the word of a human being. Al-Walid bin Mughira, one of the Quraysh leaders, enemy of Prophet Muhammad, said when he heard the Quran, By God, I have just heard Muhammad's words, which of sure are neither humans nor jinns. They are euphonous. They are euphonous. They are euphonous and relaxing, like a tree full of reachable fruits. They are of the highest quality and cannot be out-perfected. Are demons and the jinn the authors of the Quran? What about the possibility that intelligent demons dictated and influenced Muhammad, peace be upon him, to write the Quran? What kind of demons that call for good manners, worship of God, reverence for Christ and his mother Mary, giving alms to the poor? and warning from Satan. 
the Canadian researcher Miller was one of the very active missionaries in preaching Christianity and he loved mathematics greatly, so he loved logic. He decided uh, to read the Quran to find some errors in it that strengthened his position when calling Muslims to the Christian religion. Researcher Miller knows that uh, some say demons wrote the Quran. By reading the Quran, he found in Surah uh, Ash-Shu'ara, this verse, this is uh, Shu'ara is 26, chapter 26, he found this verse, it was not the devils that revealed it. It is not in their interest nor in their power. They are barred from hearing. Allah says in Surah Al-Nahl, the Bees, chapter 16, so when you recite the Quran, so when you recite the Quran, first seek refuge in Allah from Satan, they expelled from his mercy. Verse 98. Here the researcher said, Is this Satan's way of writing any book? He writes a book and then says, Before you read this book, you must seek refuge from me. These verses contain a logical response to those who claim this. The devils cannot compose the Quran because Allah expelled them from his mercy. The Quran is above the standing of humans and jinn, so neither jinn nor humans can do it. Say, if mankind and the jinn gathered in order to produce the like of this Quran, they could not produce the like of it, even if they were to each other assistants. Surah Al-Isra, chapter 17, verse 88. The isolation of the jinn from hearing is evidence that the messenger was not one of those possessed by demons. Still, instead, he speaks the word of Allah. From its hearing are removed. From its hearing are removed. Shall I inform you upon whom the devils descend? They descend upon every sinful liar. They pass on what is hurt, and most of them are liars. Surah Ash-Shu'ara, chapter 26. Is a prophet Muhammad a priest or madman? Allah says in Surah At-Tur, uh, chapter or Surah 52, So remind, O Muhammad, for you are not by the favor of your Lord a soothsayer, or a madman, or do they say of you, or do they say of you a poet for whom we await a misfortune of time? By making a simple comparison between the Prophet Muhammad and any priest of the present day, we will recognize his sincerity. He refused all the privileges offered to him from money and prestige or even any priestly position. He did not listen to confession or forgive the sins of the believers. Instead, he commanded his followers to resort directly to the Creator. If the Prophet's prophecy was false and the Quran was his creation, the Messenger would have attributed divine attributes to himself and called people to worship him and made him an authority and claimed prophethood for his descendants. There is no interest for any sane person who hopes for leadership and challenges people who wonders and miracles to support his, his claim. And then he attributes these miracles to others. 
even though he could have attributed them to himself, thus increasing his stature and greatness. A man, no matter how clever and pure his heart is, will not be able to mention the conditions of the past nations, the issues of beliefs and laws, and what is in heaven and hell of bliss and torment than he tells us some of what will happen in the future. None of the historical sources spoke about joining the prophet, Jewish rabbis, or Christian monks for study. The meeting of the prophet with Buhaira, the monk, who told that the characteristic of Prophet Muhammad mentioned in the Bible was sometime before the prophecy and it was short in time, it is unreasonable to receive all this knowledge. The only meeting between Prophet Muhammad was Waraqa bin Nawfal, the cousin of Khadija, the Prophet's wife, may Allah be pleased with her, was after the prophecy. He told the Prophet that what comes to him is what Moses received and Allah will help him. If the Quran was the Prophet's speech, it would not contain reproach to him. Humans, according to their habits, do not accept criticism and claim perfection. There is no human approach in which its owner blames or reproaches himself. Every speech developed by humans tries to delude himself and people that he is perfect. The Quran has not been altered or changed. If that happened, these verses would have been deleted or at least distorted. Allah the Exalted rebuked his prophet and said to him in Surah Al-Kahf, chapter 18, and never say of anything, indeed I will do that tomorrow, except when adding, if Allah wills, and remember your Lord when you forget it, and say, perhaps my Lord will guide me to what is nearer than this to bright conduct. When some people rumored, when some people rumored that the sun had eclipsed due to the death of Ibrahim, the son of the Prophet, peace be upon him, the Prophet addressed them and said a phrase that gave a message to everyone who adopts countless myths about solar eclipses to this day. He said more than 14 centuries ago, the sun and the moon do not eclipse because of, because of someone's death or life, but there are two signs amongst the signs of Allah. So pray whenever you see them, narrated by Al-Bukhari. Islam emphasizes the infallibility of the prophets from error in what they report about the Creator. There is no infallibility of a priest or saint. Islam completely forbade resorting to anyone besides the Creator to seek help even if the request is from the prophets themselves. Reporting to the Creator is an honor, while, re while resorting to others is humiliating. Is it reasonable to equate the king with the ordinary people by request? Allah said in Surah uh, Ar-Ra'd, chapter 13, to him belong is the supplication of truth, and those they call upon Besides him, do not respond to them with a thing. Verse 14, Allah commanded his messenger to say in Surah uh, Al-A'raf, chapter 7, Say, I hold not for myself the power of benefit or harm, except what Allah has willed, 
and if I knew the unseen, I could have acquired much wealth, and no harm would have touched me. I am not except a warner and a bringer of good tidings to a people who believe. Quran chapter uh, Al-Araf chapter 7 verse 188. Surprisingly, they attribute such a wise book to someone other than God or other than Allah. And this Quran is a blessed message which we have sent down. Then are you with it unacquainted? Uh, Surah uh, Al-Anbiya uh, number 21 verse 50. Allah Almighty affirms that people's denial of their prophets was common as if they agreed or agreed on rejection. Similarly, there came not to those before them any messenger except that they said a magician or a madman. Did they suggest it to them? Rather, they themselves are a transgressing people. Surah Al-Dhariyat. Surah 50, verse 53. Accusing the messengers of Allah of insanity can only be done by the arrogant to follow the truth, calling people to believe in the creator of the universe and worship him alone without a priest or a saint can only be done by a sane person. Is the Quran magic? Magic is a weak act and there is no success in it. Allah said in Surah Yunus, uh, chapter 10, then we sent after them Moses and Aaron to Pharaoh and his establishment with our signs, but they behaved arrogantly and were the criminal people. So when there came to them the truth from us, they said, indeed, this is obvious magic. Moses said, do you say thus about the truth when it has come to you? Is this, mag is this magic? But magicians will not succeed. They said, have you come to us to turn us away from what, from that upon which we found our father? Have you come to us to turn us away from that upon which we found our fathers? And so that you too may have grandeur in the land. And we are not believers in you. And Pharaoh said, bring to me every learned magician. So when the magicians came, Moses said to them, Throw down whatever you will throw. And when they had thrown, Moses said, What you have brought is only magic. Indeed, Allah will expose its worthlessness. Indeed, Allah does not amend the work of corruptors. And Allah will establish the truth by his words, even if the criminals dislike it. The Prophet's miracle represented in the Holy Quran came from the type of eloquence for which the Arabs were famous. If it was magic, they would have tried to come up with the same as we see in the story of Moses, peace be upon him, in Surah or chapter Taha, chapter number 20. They said, O Moses, either you throw or we will be the first to throw. He said, rather you throw, and suddenly there ropes and staffs seemed to him from their magic that they were moving like snakes and he sensed within himself apprehension uh, did moses Allah said fear not indeed it is you who are superior and throw what is in your right hand it will swallow up what they have crafted 
what they have crafted is but the trick of a magician and the magician will not succeed wherever he is. So the magicians fell down in a prostration. They said, we have believed in the Lord of Aaron and Moses. We conclude with the testimony of Utbah bin Rabi'ah, one of the eminent and educated wise men and dignitaries of Mecca, where he tells his story upon hearing the verses of Surah Fussilat, chapter 41. Hamim, this is a revelation from the entirely merciful, the specially merciful, a book whose verses have been de- detailed an Arabic Quran for a people who know as a giver of good tidings and a warner until he reached that verse. But if they turn away, then say, I have warned you of a thunderbolt like the thunderbolt that struck Ad and Thamud. Uqba, or sorry, Utba could not control himself from not listening. Utbah could not control himself from not listening. Terror and panic took him in every direction. His heart almost broke out and he felt as if a thunderbolt would descend on him in a situation in which he forgot about his hostility and forgot about the matter of negotiations. Instead, he forgot his position and prestige. He put his hand on the mouth of the Prophet Muhammad and said, I adjure you by Allah and mercy. I adjure you by Allah and mercy. Immediately after that, Utbah dragged his rope, scattering about it, running to his people, not looking behind him. His eyes turned astray. His breath was choppy until he reached the Quraysh leaders. The people saw him from afar and said, By Allah, Utbah's face has changed. He does not look the same man that he was when he went from here. Then when he came back and sat down, the people asked, What have you heard? Utbah began telling his experience. He began to speak as if he was one of the preachers of Islam and said, By Allah, I have heard something the like of which I had never heard before. By Allah, it's neither poetry nor sorcery nor magic. O chiefs of the Quraysh, listen to what I say and leave this man to himself. I think what he recites is going to have its effect. If the other Arabs overcome him, you will be saved from raising your band against your brother and the others will deal with him. But if he overcame Arabia, his sovereignty would be your sovereignty and his honor will be your honor. The chiefs spoke out. You too, O father of Walid, have been Bewitched by his tongue, Utbah said or replied, I have given you my opinion. Now you may act as you please. This is found in Ibn Hisham, volume 1, uh, pages 330, 13 and 314. Quranic provision, brutality or mercy. Allah says in Surah Al-Anbiya, chapter 21, and we have not sent you, O Muhammad, except as a mercy to the worlds. Only criminals, bandits, and spoilers in the land will object to their fear for themselves, which Allah set up to deter and punish those who intend to corrupt 
the community with evidence that Muslims must disrupt these provisions in cases of murder or theft because of hunger, great need, or suspicion. Let's imagine together a mayor of a village declaring publicly, your rights are reserved, your money is under our strict guard. Whoever approaches it is whoever approaches it as a thief or a murderer, we will cut his hand off and his life. You are in our eyes, your life is dear to us and your money is safe. Now, what can we uh, call the ruler of this village? Can we call him barbaric? Those who challenge Islamic punishments have considered the benefit of the criminal and forgotten the benefit of society. They pity the offender and neglect the victim. They overemphasize the penalty and diminish the severity of the crime. If they compared the punishment and crime, they would undoubtedly come out with the wisdom behind these penalties and their compatibility with these kinds of crimes. When we recall the act of a thief walking in darkness, breaking the lock, raising the weapon, and terrifying people, violating the sanctity of homes to kill those who resist him, then we would realize the great wisdom of the Islamic law's harshness. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of part one.